got a comment from somebody asking me to talk about my spiritual path, my spiritual journey so far. And the first video on this channel actually was titled My Spiritual Awakening. And you can go back to that and see how different I am or how much I've grown. And I feel it like crazy. And there was, you know, there would be big chunks in this channel where I wouldn't make videos at all because I was not in a place to teach. I was in a learning mode. Um, and I knew it. And I knew that there would come a time where I would be ready to just make a video every day and just talk forever. And I finally reached that point. So how did I get here? Well, <laughs> we can go way back. And I have been blessed. So I, I grew up, you know, normal kid playing video games, playing outside, um, eating all the junk food I want, having friends, whatever. Um, and then when I was around eight, nine years old, I was exposed to music and it blew me away. Just like playing music, like I wanted to do it so badly. So my parents got me lessons for guitar and I ended up ditching guitar and going to drums. And me and my brother, who is four and a half years older than me, started a band. We just started jamming together all the time, playing music, and he invited his buddy over from school, and we started a band just in the basement. And so my parents would, you know, party and, you know, have their friends over while their kids are entertaining. <laughs> like we were the we were the house band, I guess, uh, at our parties in our basement. And it was great. Like I just felt so, I don't know, alive. It was lovely. And then you know, time went on, we got better and better, and my brother decided, okay, we gotta, let's play a gig, let's play our first show, and so, funny, yesterday was January 21st, January 21st, 2010, was my first live show ever, I was 12 years old, and I, I went, I, after the show, there was something in my heart that, like, just would not stop, I was just so, like, I don't think any normal or ordinary sort of the way they be 12 year olds are brought up. I don't think any 12 year old feels that very often. That was pure bliss. Like this is wow. I am like, I did that for people. I entertained them. Like there was the bar was packed. And I remember after playing uh, a guy who we later became friends. He's also my brother's age. He, literally bowed at my feet and he was like you are the most amazing human being i've ever met so you can guess i was just receiving so much praise from everyone left and right just by being you know a 12 year old drummer who's playing it's just like that was the thing oh he's only 12 he's playing whatever i remember we were on local television and the guy said he's so young he might believe in santa claus still or something like that and that was like the meme um but yeah, so the years progress, we record our first album. Not to mention, we were given, I think like 16,000, 16 to $20,000 from uh, this lady that we met who believed in us. Literally, how does that happen? So we were given all this money to buy new gear, to go to Toronto and record in a big studio, to make our first record, and to get a thousand CDs to sell and we got t-shirts and all sorts of things like that. So we just played gigs and parties and bars and festivals and all sorts of stuff like that. And 
yeah, you can guess. Like, I was just like, I was the cool kid. I was in a band. Who else? Like, what other 12 year old, 13, 14 year old is in a band that's playing gigs and, you know, has a record out and all this stuff, right? So, we made two records. Things are going really well. Uh, you know, I'm in high school at this point. So, I actually became a, you can call it an alcoholic. Like, I drank tons. Because, you know, growing up around that environment of drinking and then finally getting to the age where you try it and then you get into it and then you're in a band. So there's after parties, there's all sorts of stuff like that. So, yeah, I just started drinking lots. And I, it's weird. As much as I loved being in the band, I knew that there was something missing. Like there was a personal uh, me story that I wasn't really. Um, delving into because I was just so a part of this group with these people. Not to mention, I was literally told, you gotta grow up. Like, I know you're 13, but this is business. This is important. You've got, you gotta, you can't be a kid here. And I was like, I, I, what? I can't be a kid? So there were some negatives to all of this, but the negatives are the only thing, in my opinion, that have led me to this point. The the idea of being looked down on like you are, you know, I was constantly the kid. I was hanging around older people like all the time. So everybody was at least five years older than me. So I was never, I never really connected with people my age very often because I was so surrounded by that. Um, a lot of it was great though. Don't get me wrong. The memories, I can't even begin. But that right there, it, I don't know. I can't even explain with words what being surrounded in that environment did for me. I think it accelerated my growth like crazy. I'm only 20 years old and I already feel like I can talk for hours and make a video a day like I am. So, yeah, like it, it has completely fast forwarded the way that I've evolved as a human being. Um, so there reached a point when I was in 11th grade. So 10th grade was the height of my alcoholism because I was diving into conspiracy theories. I was afraid the world was going to end. I was depressed because this band wasn't fulfilling me. There was something that was missing. And I was just like, just partying it off. I wasn't really touching my depression. It was so beneath me that I didn't even know I was depressed. Came up sometimes. I think maybe once or twice, but I was really shoving it down well. It was not like, it was so weird how I was in a deep depression, but I had no idea. It's really interesting. Um, but yeah, so there came a point when I was in 11th grade, it was after our last tour. And after, our last tour was just like so depressing. It was winter time. Um, half the gigs nobody showed up at because it was winter, it was freezing. And I don't know, I, I was just like, wow, is, that what this, is this what it's going to be like for forever? And then I remember going to my friend Marcus's place and we decided to start a gaming YouTube channel. And it sounds ridiculous, but just the idea of sitting there and playing video games. I've loved video games my entire life. I had a video game addiction that was a big part of covering up my depression. And yeah, I was like, dude, yeah, I'm so down to like create something that isn't this band, like to create something. Um, I was also like in a 
punk rock band for a little bit. That was an interesting thing. But besides, something that is just me, or just, I don't know, I just felt like, uh, I don't know, I don't know what it was, but there was something that, that was I was so passionate about when it comes to YouTube. Um, and at that point, we were making gaming videos and like little skits and stuff, but it really excited me. And I remember my brother came up to me once and he said, Cam, like, you gotta slow down. You are, you know, I haven't even seen you touch drumsticks in like a week and a half. Like, why are you making so many videos? Slow down with the videos and go play some drums. Because, he, you know, we're in a band. He cares about the band. I understand his perspective. But the way I saw it was, whoa, he's trying to take away my passion. No, 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 no. And I remember like the day after or something like that, I finally thought, whoa, I, I think I'm gonna quit the band. Like I, I actually had thoughts of quitting. That is so weird. Like we were a band for what, six years, five, five years. Like the idea of quitting was like the last thing anybody would have ever spoken about. Yet I was thinking, yeah, I'm gonna quit. And the thing is, is we played hundreds of shows. I'm not exaggerating. And after every show, there'd be either an old drunk dude, like huddling up and saying, yo, don't ever quit, man. I quit my dreams and you know what happens is blah, 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 is regrets. And, and then there'd be, you know, girls or who are, or anybody for that matter, who comes up and just praises me and tells me how awesome I am. So, and also so many people who say, don't give up. Like that was the big running thing was somebody will come up to you after a show <clears throat> and say, don't give up. And so when I had thoughts of giving up, it was like, whoa, that's, this is weird. Why am I thinking this? And I remember looking up on the internet, how to be successful, because I was always literally told by everyone, don't give up. You're going to go far in this. You're going to do well. This is a success. This is going to go places. And so, you know, if I wasn't in the band, then how would I be successful? I have slacked off in school for years because I'm in a band. Why would I care about school? There's nothing, I have nothing else to my, you know, I'm a drummer. I play guitar a little, um, you know, I can edit. I, I like filmmaking, but like, how can I make a success out of myself if I'm not in this band? And I found the magic of believing and think and grow rich. These two books that the audiobooks on YouTube, and you could literally go listen to them right now if you want to. Um, audiobooks on YouTube that just blew me away. And right away I was like pumped because it essentially told me whatever you do in life, if you have a burning desire for it, and if you have faith in yourself, if you have belief in yourself and you just persist, you keep going until it, until you succeed, then you will succeed at anything you want, anything you want in your heart. It has to be something that, that is so strong that you will never give up so strong that you do have belief that you will do everything you can to cultivate that belief if you don't have that belief so i was like wow okay i'm gonna quit the band i quit the band i literally call my brother and i say man i gotta quit the band and he was like what he was so like blown away by it and i said man i gotta quit the band anyways i'm this is a long story, but it really has so much to do with why I am the person I am. Because that was a tough thing. It was the first time that I finally said, no, I'm going to do my own thing. I'm going to follow my own 
path. I'm going to, regardless of what people think, and I'll tell you, friends and family disowned me sometimes. Like, not all my family, but like, literally for a short period of time, I remember my father was super upset because he cared. He cared so much and he was so supportive of us. So like, and I lost so many friends, but I didn't care. That's the funny part. I didn't give a shit because this YouTube channel, I don't know why, the, the um, gaming channel and just the idea of YouTube in general and how free of a platform it is, I was just like, I didn't care what people thought. There's something about that book, Think and Grow Rich, not because I want money. It's not about money. It's just about um, knowing that what you're doing in life can actually be some sort of success. It can help people in some way. It can entertain them. It can do something. It has some sort of substance. It's not just a hobby, you know? And so, yeah, like that, like having read that book, I didn't care what people thought. It didn't even cross my mind once. I knew that I was just like, wow, I need to be happy. I need to follow my passion. It's not about success. It's about passion. And so that's what I did. And I also got into Infinite Waters, uh, Koi Vashida Das, if you know him on YouTube. It's funny, I was following his channel like when he had like 2,000 subscribers. Now he's up, I don't know, like over 200,000. I don't even know how many he has. It's crazy. Uh, but yeah, no, I was following these spiritual people because I was just naturally gravitated towards the idea of, I don't know, like happiness, bliss, joy, peace, love. I don't know. I just like, like I, that vibe was just like, I am down for that. And I've always been sort of hippie-ish. It's funny. I remember I was in third grade and my buddy Ricky would always call me a hippie. Like that was my nickname in third grade. So naturally that lifestyle, the idea of just peace, love, joy, happiness, bliss, let's all get together and feel all right. That idea was just like, wow, I like that. So, you know, I started looking into different things like meditation, like yoga, like um, just being happy to one another, like the ego to... Uh, looking into, you know, The Power of Now was a book that I was reading early in the year as well. This is all 2015. And yeah, I remember mentioning once on this channel, but I did get in a car accident on New Year's. This was a couple days after I quit the band. And that to me was the universe saying, go, like, don't hold back. You have time. You almost just died. You know, you could have like lost your legs. I don't know. But use your time wisely and after that moment when i got in the car accident i didn't get hurt or anything like badly hurt but basically from that moment on i started using my time effectively living my life effectively what are the foods i can eat that are the most healthy so that i can have the most energy so that i can get the most done so that i can help the most people so that i can create the most so that i can live my life to the fullest that was it i was just completely driven to just be healthy, be happy, do like build good habits, build my character, like um, work out, whatever it is that, that really pushed me to do that. I got into Tony Robbins. I was on a real big motivation kick. Um, and this like, like the deep spirituality didn't come in yet. It was more or less just like a little concept. Um, this is going to be a long video. I'm okay with it though. It's whatever. Um, for the people who want to watch it, they'll watch it. Um, yeah, and 
we could also talk about the law of attraction too because he asked uh, the guy who commented asked about the law of attraction too so as i was getting this stuff this is all the year 2015 i manifested a camera i literally sat there for many times every morning i would say i have this camera i have this computer these are things that i wanted to manifest i had a journal where i would literally journal from the perspective of having it so it'd be like hello journal feeling good today i you know just use my new camera it's pretty awesome really loving it it's looking really nice and so i would i would journal from that perspective just even i, I did everything i possibly could to manifest it and the camera I'm using right now is that camera. And I manifested the computer. Uh, I remember we needed a microphone. And I remember my brother, it was his studio mic, so he had to take it. And I was like, ah, okay, I need a microphone. I remember Napoleon Hill in Think and Grow Rich saying, with every failure comes the seed of an even greater success, an even greater benefit. So when that you know supposed failure or whatever we lost a microphone i was like okay this is a good thing like this is actually going to be a really good thing and then i remember we went to a friend's house and literally i remember seeing on the top of his dresser was the microphone that we wanted the microphone that i was visualizing i was like i want that microphone and he's like oh you can have it i was like great so we lost a microphone because the universe gave us the opportunity to have another one. So it was just like, I was really getting into the law of attraction for sure. Um, time went by, I quit that YouTube channel. I started another, um, and then I, it was a comedy channel. And then, you know, uh, comedy channel slowed down. I started a company with my brother again. So I started working with my brother again. He was getting better. He was, um, looking into the same stuff I was. And then we started a podcast where it was more motivational, more productivity, psychology driven, where uh, it's like, it was very Tony Robbins inspired. So we made about a hundred episodes of that podcast. And then I remember getting really into, I'm trying to think of when this was. So I started writing music again. So writing music, I was always a drummer before, so I started writing music with a friend. If you're curious about my band, it's called The Couch Surfers. Um, and yeah, and so I'm trying to think of when the, the first big shift. Okay, so time went on. Uh, I remember experimenting with psychedelics one summer and then that, that, was, that really opened my mind up a lot, but I was still very caught up in my ego. And I remember I watched the Shift by Wayne Dyer. If you have time, look on YouTube. It's called The Shift by Wayne Dyer. Such an incredible movie, man. Oh my God. I remember at the darkest point of my ego where I was just so caught up in negative thoughts at one point. Um, I remembered, I was like, Wayne Dyer, okay, I remember him being cool. I remember he passed away in 2015. And I remember um, my friend Anthony Cheem quoting him all the time. So, I'm gonna look him up and I remember him saying he, have a, he has a movie too so I looked it up on YouTube you could find the shift on YouTube great movie and I was in tears because I was just like this is what I needed to hear I needed to hear the message of the ego like I needed to be aware of the ego because it's like wow it's people like Wayne Dyer it's people like um, Eckhart it's people like Tony Robbins, who point out the things that we unfortunately can't see right now when we're in that place. And I was saved. Like it's, it absolutely transformed my life. Um, after that, I started reading the Tao to Ching, 
which is a powerful, powerful book. Um, and you know, to be honest, I wasn't quite there yet. I hadn't had that awakening yet, but I was getting better for sure. Like way better. I was feeling pretty good. Um, and so we recorded an album with my band in the summer of 2017. Um, I was drinking again, not like crazy, but quite a bit in the summer of 2017. And this was after, uh, so man, it's a long story. I do. I, I've like such a dense life. Um, 2016, when I said I started the company with my brother, I made a documentary for charity. And then I also made three short films that year. 2016 was like, um, I don't know. It was a year of like, I was doing a lot of things. It was great, but still I felt like something was missing. I was never truly fulfilled that entire year. I remember it was one of the best summers of my life because I had a lot of friends and we were just hanging out all the time and, um, just having fun and talking. And it was, we do this thing called DNM, which is called a deep and meaningful conversation. <clears throat> and yeah, 2016 was great and all, but I still felt like something was missing. Right. Um, I remember I went vegan, which is a whole nother, I totally forgot to mention that. It's such a like obvious part of my life that I forget to mention it. Um, I went vegan early 2015 when I first started getting into this stuff, right? Um, after my grandfather passed away and he passed away because of a lot of health issues. And so I wanted to be health conscious. Also, I remember Infinite Waters like urging people to go vegan, not in a pushy way, but to say like, you know, it's it, cows don't want to die. Do you want to die? You know, does your brother, sister want to die? Does your mom want to die? And it's just a, a pro-life thing. It's a, it's a matter of just love. Like, are you going to eat something that was in fear before it got, got killed? Like, it's just like the energy, the, the entire being a part of that cycle is just like, if I don't have to, I won't. <laughs> and so, no, I don't have to. And I've been healthy ever since, but I'll get into veganism later. But, um, moving on 2016 great year then 2017 we started recording our album um and i also got into a relationship the only like the one serious relationship of my life um i guess i've had two at this point but yeah though that taught me so much and i'll get into that well later but yeah <clears throat> when we recorded our record it was it was a time in my life where i felt on fire it felt like wow i like, I don't know, there was something about just writing and producing music and just like spending countless hours in the studio, nights on end, just making this music that I wrote. I just felt like so good. <laughs> it just felt really good. And I want, I urge people to follow that as much as possible. Look back at your life and look at patterns where you have felt the best creating something or doing something or helping someone or whatever it was. Figure that out because it's like, doesn't matter what it is. Even if you like meditating in the forest, go. Like, do what you need to do. Follow your bliss. Because it will teach you so much. And also, it's just fun. It feels good. Do we not just want to enjoy our lives? Do we not just want to feel good? I don't know. And then, uh, I remember September came around. So we made the, um, we made the album in the summer. September came around. We released it. And I remember all the members of the band talking about how they were going to school and stuff like that. And 
So I went to school. <laughs> I went back and got and was uh, taking an English course so I can eventually take business in Toronto. So I'm in high school as a 19 year old and I'm like, uh, I just felt so weird and out of place. I remember dealing with a lot of caring what people think because I just felt like I was constantly being stared at. It was like that high school atmosphere again where you're just totally, um, totally worried about what people think. And yeah, I, I remember school was fine. It was whatever. I remember I got a job at Tim Hortons and it was whatever. I didn't like my life though, because I would go home and just watch Netflix. And I was like, whoa, wait a minute. I remember taking a step back. I was like three weeks into this. I was like, I've just been going to school and work and then watching TV. What am I doing with my life? I was like, whoa, like I'm a musician. I'm a filmmaker. I, not that I identify like heavily with these things, but I'm saying like, I'm capable of taking different actions. I'm capable of creating different things. What am I doing here? And it was like, whoa. So I remember people have been urging me to start up that YouTube channel again. So I started it up and shit got crazy. I remember we gathered a group of, I think four or five people, friends and stuff who all became a big part of this channel. And we were so passionate about it. We made a video every single day. Um, you know, they practically lived in my house and it was Christmas break when the person who is the entire reason why this channel exists, his name is Bruno. He is, um, just, uh, an enlightened guy. Like he, he really just his presence alone brought an energy to my basement that I was like, whoa, like, so we got to talking and it blew me away the some of the things he was saying talking about how everything is energy and how it just the obvious i don't know it was just i can't get into it but he talked about like his his experience uh with the miraculous healing that he had um just a bunch of things and it reignited my curiosity in spirituality because i totally forgot about spirituality i was just like wait, what? I was like, whoa, I'm into this stuff too. I love like meditation and, and, and really peeling back the layers and living in alignment with who you really are. Like I missed that. I f totally forgot. I was a part of this kind of stuff. And then, uh, yeah. So we spent an entire night, like him and my friend Danish and a bunch of other people just talking, right. And laughing. And it was just fun. It was December 23rd, 2017. And it was great. And I remember, you know, he went back to Kitchener a couple hours away from here and all my friends are still there. And I remember it was Christmas Eve. So December 24th, the day after, um, we're all taking magic mushrooms. And if you've never done magic mushrooms or you've never heard, or if you've only heard like what people say about it, I wouldn't judge a book by its reviews. <laughs> or not even its reviews by the, the haters because um, it's psychedelics are unbelievably enlightening. They can really change your perspective on a lot of things. They could also freak you out, which is what happened to me on Christmas Eve. So I'm with a bunch of friends and we all are just taking mushrooms, trying it out. And it wasn't the first time I've done it, but this was a crazy moment. I, my mind went crazy. It turned everything into a problem. So 
it was like, wow, being human is a problem. Oh my God, I have a brother. That's a problem. Oh, I have parents. That's a problem. And I just have so many problems and it's like so overwhelming and I have to do this and I have to be this for other people and I have to show up as this person and I have to do this and I just like so much. Um, and I remember like there was like a bubble that popped and I went to the other room and we all sat in a chill area by the Christmas tree. It was hilarious. But I remember a bubble popped and I realized deeply, I only have problems if I think I do. All of these things that are weighing me down are thoughts, nothing else. This was just, this was just two months before I made my first video on this channel. So I was like, whoa. Okay, just stop thinking these thoughts. Just move on. Like, let go of the thoughts. Let them go. Like, don't latch onto them. Like, they're like, don't take them to heart. And it was great. It was blew me away. So I had a great Christmas Eve. Still, like, it, the first half of the trip was terrible. The second half was enlightening. And then I remember this must have been late January. So fast forward a few weeks. Um. You know, we're making the videos, we're making um, this YouTube channel, and it's going really, really well. Really well. We were having a lot of fun. We were a family. We meditated all the time together. Um, we did manifestations as well, as much as we possibly could. And we were all getting into this spiritual thing a little bit because of Bruno's literal presence. Just coming and talking just a little bit got us all into it. Um, and so... I pick up a book that has been on my, on my shelf for a very long time. I bought it in the summer when I was making that record that I was talking about. So while I was making the Couch Surfers album, I picked up this book from Valley Village and I didn't touch it until that moment, literally, uh, you know, half a year later. And I opened it, it's called There's a Spiritual Solution to Every Problem by Wayne Dyer. And I pick it up and I look at the first little page and it says, "You." You have no problems, though you think you do. Course in Miracles. So it was a quote, but that was the quote. And I literally jaw dropped. I was like, that was my epiphany on Christmas Eve. I have no problems. I'm just thinking that I have problems. This is just thoughts. And I know it's such an obvious thing, but problems don't exist. And when I read that book, it felt like my soul was celebrating. It was like, hey, we're back, we're here, this is great, oh my god, we finally figured it out. We've remembered who we really are. That We've remembered that, that a lot of this is just nonsense, it's so fake, it doesn't exist. Thoughts, what, like, they are just, they're invisible, they don't, can you hear me thinking right now? <laughs> um, it, it blew me away, and that book, I can go into it, but it, that, really really opened my eyes up to the ego as well the obvious fact that I am not what I do I am not what other people think of me I am not the things that I have I am so much I th that is so far from who I really am and when we identify with those things that is the cause of our problems literally every single one every single one and it's that simple um, so spiritual solution i started just trusting in god trusting in the universe and i'm gonna get into trust and letting go and surrender and just giving up and just finally getting to the point where it's like i am guided i am all right every little thing is gonna be all right i will be okay 
and I remember I went on a walk because I was just having a little trouble with this letting go thing. I was running around in the snow and then I start walking home and in my headphones, um, Three Little Birds by Bob Marley comes on and it's every little thing is gonna be all right. Don't worry about a thing, <laughs> you know? And when I heard it, I was like, I really, really felt like I was being spoken to. Like there was an energy around me and it was like, wow, I feel good. I'm totally in the moment. I started walking slower. I didn't want to get home as fast. When I get home, I see that there are lights on in my friend's car. So I take an extra minute to walk over there and shut her doors to make sure her lights are off. And then I walk in my house and my mom is sitting on the couch and she's watching TV and I put my coat down and I say, hey mom. She's like, hi, honey, how you doing? I was like, good. And then I look at the TV, and it's like this kid waving, and it's like a bell commercial, but it says, hey, mom, in bold letters. And that right there was another, like, like I just got done feeling that experience with that song, Walking Home, and, you know, every little variable of running through the snow, slowing down my pace as I walk, shutting my friend's doors, brought me to that place to say the exact words hey mom which my mom could have been using the washroom for all i know and then on tv she was watching that channel and that commercial came on and it said hey mom and i was like blown away that was just like absolutely what i needed to finally trust i was like whoa i trusted i decided to trust i was walking and i felt everything was fine and i finally like felt like i was surrendering and now all of a sudden that happens not a coincidence, not a coincidence. That was a beautiful moment for me. Um, and wow, this is gonna be such a long video. Okay, we're gonna, we're gonna cut this short and we'll make it a two-part series, I guess, of my spiritual journey. I'm going to make another video soon about this and to continue the story, but let me know your comments. Let me know what your journey is. Let me know what you think about whatever. <laughs> I would love to just start a conversation. So thank you so much. And I hope you have a lovely rest of your day. Goodbye.